It would not be the first time Bryony had risked the branding iron, but before she'd been sick with hunger. This was different. This wouldn't be stealing to stop the gnawing in her belly. This would be stealing just because she wanted it. She caressed the smooth leather binding of the book. It was not so large. It could be concealed in the folds of her shawl, and none would be the wiser. One chill-blained finger traced the flowing curves of gold. She knew that first letter. A B. The same as a priest once told her began her own name. Bryony. A pagan name, he had called it. Not really a name at all, but that of a plant with poisonous berries, and he had urged her to adopt another one one from the holy saints, Bertha or Barbara. But her name was the only gift she had had from her mother, and so Bryony valued it all the more for that. Margarita, the wise woman who had raised her, had asked Bryony's mother how she would name her. She has her father's eyes, the dying woman had whispered, cradling her newborn babe. See how they gleam black like the berries in the hedgerow. Name her for those. A fitting name, Bryony sometimes thought, since my birth was as fatal for my mother as any deadly juice. Her gaze lingered on the gleaming bee. This must be the holy book then, though it was smaller than those she had seen in the churches. She opened it. A lion with angel's wings stirred out at her. His great paw was clutching a manuscript his dark eyes wide and sad. Those who steal from the church steal from God himself and will end their days in torment and damnation. That's what the priest had told her when he caught her hovering by the communion bread. Much he knew about torment and damnation, with food on his table and a monstrous punch. Even with the wars ended, at least for the time being, the streets were full of beggars and common folk still starved. For fifteen years into his reign, the greedy Henry, the eighth of that name, had not fulfilled the promises of his golden youth. No. Bryony placed the book back on the table. No. The purpose of this great University of Cambridge, they said, was the spreading of knowledge, and yet they'd branded a serving man some three months ago for stealing a manuscript. The college servants had to watch him being punished. He'd not cried out when the felon's F was burnt into his cheek, but the tears had streamed down his face when they cut his hand off. Good King Hal's men had a way with thieves. The chillblains itched painfully on Briny's fingers. How could a man earn food for his family with only one hand? Skivvying for the learned doctors was better than trying to sleep with an empty stomach under the shivering hedges. It would be madness to risk losing food and ale and a leaky roof over her head for a book she couldn't read. Any moment now, Mistress Scabtree, the college housekeeper, might enter the room with those sharp, suspicious eyes, seeking an excuse to be rid of her. And there's plenty of others desperate for this work, Bryony told herself as desperate as I was. Of all the rooms in the College of the Young Princes, the small library was her favourite. She loved the smell of the polished wood, the humming tranquillity of the place, 
the oaken cupboards with their precious manuscripts and books. The very air of the room was rich with learning. She was almost persuaded that she might drink in knowledge itself as she savoured the smell of parchment and ink. Bryony had watched the scholars sitting round the doctors on their three-legged stools, with nothing to do but listen and learn. She would have given anything to exchange places with them as she knelt in the mud on the banks of the camp, washing their smelly small clothes in the icy waters.